This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We listen to Stacey Rico, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Well, aren't we nasty today? <laughs> and you can't even wrap this under the tree, but here comes Winnie Summer to me. Hey. I'm just chilling. Yeah, baby. Losers, in other words. It's my wife. Bazinga. 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 I just saw Euphoria, which is amazing. That show is amazing. Do you know who that is? Wait, yeah, I saw that on Twitter today. Who was that again? That was Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) Who, for some reason, loves Euphoria. Um... I believe it. It's I a mean, good show. It's a great show. I can't imagine. Uh, I love to think that, like, <laughs> in the way that we could both be looking at the same moon tonight, he yeah. and I are both watching the same episode of Euphoria. Yeah. I mean, you know, you wouldn't think it would appeal to his demo, but somehow watching oh, I young men and women. A scummy old wash. Le- well, I guess he's no, not it's washed a, up. No, it's a perfect Twitter joke. A-list thing. Yeah, What's Leonardo it? DiCaprio's favorite show right now? Euphoria. It's a Twitter joke, but it's real. And that's really what he said. Let's go back to the beginning of this drop. Yes. It, it was different. Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have Good Christian Fun. It was different. There was not, it's all about jacking off. Do you feel sad about that? <laughs> Did you I really feel didn't jack think off about erasure? That. No, okay. I think I was just so horned up that I my I lost my memory. Well, aren't we nasty today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you brought that out here because you played it on second service. Second service, we had a horny. Yeah, we had a horny Bible study last week. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the movies, music, entertainment made for and by Christians. But we're not here to preach to you, make you go to church, or to make fun of your beliefs. Even if they suck. Yeah. We're just here to have fun. You know what else we're here to do? What? Get you hard. <clears throat> Get you wet. For the gospel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a youth pastor who took it too far. <laughs> yeah. I want all you wet for the gospel. <laughs> you're fired. Uh, you're extremely fired. <laughs> I can't uh, say that. The topic for today is Stacy Orico. Oh, I'm so excited about this. Episode 96, Stacy Orico. We're coming back around. Well, we're coming back around. The listeners don't know this, but this is an oft-requested topic for the show. I think Stacy Orico was a big touchstone for a lot of people. What listeners don't know is that Stacy Orico is the first episode Caroline and I recorded before the podcast and the horrific theme song was just a glint in our eye. Yeah, we were like a cute little baby with fresh legs. We recorded we became yes. a swamp monster. Yes, in the swamp monster. With no eyes. <laughs> yes, we recorded this test episode that uh, that's about the first album, Genuine, 
which we're going to put out on our second service feed. This week, we're talking about her mm. second album, the self-titled Stacey Rico from 2003. But we need a little help to do that, so we're going to introduce a guest to help us do that. An old friend of the podcast returning after nearly two years. Ladies and gentlemen, she's a comedian. She's a director for Saturday Night Live. Give it the hell up once more for Adriana Robles. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. Hey, buddy. I'm thrilled. I mean, this podcast, it was born out of conversations that you and I had at work all those years ago. And, and we like are. SNL, we have a, a signature intro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say iconic. even more iconic. <laughs> what, are, is, what are other ways in which we're like SNL? <laughs> <laughs> Let's count thee. Um, I mean, you guys have... Morally bankrupt in you, some cases. You've been recording for since 1975. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, here, I'll tell you this We much. have recurring characters. Hey, that we do have recurring characters. Amy mm-hmm. Grant is kind of our... Uh, it's Pat. <laughs> she's Yeah, she's our Gilly. Sex, please. I know, Gilly was probably a better reference. Saturday Night Live and I shared the same birthday, October 11th. October 11th, 1975. 1975. Yeah. Uh, well, the 14 years. Yeah. I wish. That would make more sense. Yeah, that was really start to align with things. Yeah. Mm. Thanks for coming back, Adriana. Oh, thank to have you for back having me. Hey, last time you were here, we talked about Jump 5, and then we uh, did see that some of the Jump 5 members or ex-members were listening to it because they posted yeah. that on their Instagram stories. That was stories. great. So thrilling. Yeah, that Very was sweet. really thrilling, and I really uh, went and looked up their lives for a while. It and was it, Brandon, right? Brandon. Brandon. And then Big Brother. One of the other ones did, too. <gasps> I, I, I don't know. Oh, not Dixie Kong. Dixie Kong didn't give us any love, but uh, the littlest one. Yeah, Yeah. she's probably busy. (laughs) Singing for President Bush, (laughs) an encore. (laughs) I was so I was so happy to watch that video of Brandon listening to it because he was like smiling and he also like looked confused. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that was the face of someone that like was excited that we're being talked about, but also ready for us to destroy them verbally (laughs) and just be like, this is trash. Well, and I do want that to be the posture of every listener listening is Uh to kind of be the meme of the guy smiling with question marks (laughs) popping up around his face. I want that to be the, the general reaction, but it is a good reminder to always do these episodes with the potential and possibility that the people we're talking about will listen at well some i hope stacy is listening because she's gonna get an earful of praise i i, I hope so too really hope so. i know her friend rachel lampa who at least listens occasionally oh, yeah told her and some of the squad about it rebecca and jackie and oh. they sent us an email years and years ago years and years ago it was like a year two and a half ago, ago. <laughs> yeah, it was two years ago. Uh, but yeah so adriana you gave us your testimony back in 2017 i did but uh we don't remember it and you don't remember what you said <laughs> i really don't remember we may have a I lot said. of new people yes. since then. yeah so we could well we could do one of two things we could rehash it and you could like talk about as much as you want or as little as you want or we could do a discussion question I prepared. We can do either one. Oh. Whatever sounds more is, fun is for the, the group. Is the discussion question like about my guestimony? Or? I think it would be eventually because all I remember of your guestimony is that you were a Christian. You're no longer a Christian, but you like Christians. Oh, I love them. That's the, I <laughs> can't get enough. I really can't. Wait, is your discussion question just the question where you ask someone what is God to you right no. now? No. Oh, okay. 
say it with such a sneer. I don't say it. Oh, is it just that dumb little like, oh, if you were a tree, what color would you be? What are you gonna like ask? That's a good question. Um, No, I think that's a good question. I think my discussion question this time is a little less generic and broad, and and maybe a little more specific. Okay, I mean, I'm, I'm. Do you want to do that? Yeah, it's enticing. What is it? And hey, if if you don't know Adriana's uh, testimony, you can go back to the Jump Five episode and listen to it. Mm -hmm. Episode like eight or something. It was one of the first ten. Yeah. Um, the discussion question, which might suck shit, and then we just talk about whatever we want. Sure. Uh, and I know you'll tell me if it does, uh, but the discussion question is, what is something you used to rely on God for that you no longer do, and what have you replaced it with? That's a great question. Is that okay? Ooh, I is like that, that good for discussion? Oh, it might, it might take a second to think, and we can edit out the space if we need to. But Well, you know, I that? think that like, I have really bad anxiety. Mm-hmm. And really? I think it got worse. Oh yeah, like I. Oh, I was always think of you as such a, like a chill gal. Oh, I am on the meds. <laughs> I am <laughs> dumping them down my throat every okay, morning. Okay, so hello meds, <laughs> looking good. Um, I I love giving people the illusion that I'm chill. Um, yeah. But I think that a lot of my anxiety was born from not relying on God for like everything. Like, I think when I decided I didn't believe in what I had believed in for 18 years of my life, like, I was like, but wait, I'm all by myself? All of these problems are mine to handle? Mm, And I think that was, like, where a lot of my anxiety started. Um, And so I think something... I mean, it's kind of broad, but like God was like my mental security in that way where mm. like if something huge was going on in my life, you know, it was really nice to to be like, eh, well, he's got it. Yeah. In the sense of like, sometimes we think of God as like, he's kind of like a puppeteer and he's like, his hand is in every situation. But then sometimes like in the way you're describing, it's almost like he's a cosmic lifeguard. So it's like, if shit's weird, at least there's someone kind of watching over the pool and totally. will dive in and, yeah. and rescue me if I'm drowning. Yeah. So the realization that that may not be the case as yeah, it is in your life. Yeah, it's all on you. Yeah. Wait, what was the other part of the question? What have you replaced it with? Oh, what have I replaced it with? Mm-hmm. Um, medication. Yeah, all meds. Med is, medicine is my god. <laughs> You worship at the altar of that um, <laughs> scepter with a snake going around it that Medicine, I see on ambulances, and I know there's a name for. <laughs> I yeah, worship. those are the snakes from uh, when Moses turned his staff into snakes. Those are those <laughs> I think snakes. That is what that is. That was the snake. It's that snake, That's and what then I believe. it's actually Taylor Swift. I worship Zoloft now. Hey, <laughs> I well, you know what's funny is like it. It has been a while um, since I. Like I, I, I would use I, I used to like just kind of jump into prayer in my head all the time um, when I was younger. And that hadn't happened to me in a while uh, where it's just kind of like involuntary. My brain just goes there until like a week ago. I got really sick and um, I actually I had brought. Uh, salsa and guacamole if you remember to the July 4th yeah. get together yeah. that was here That's at Caroline's nice. and no one ate it oh no and I brought it home <laughs> I'm sorry and then a few days later I ate the entire container of guacamole in one sitting okay a few days later sounds though. good a few days later yeah. you see where this is That's going key to you the story it? I had refrigerated it, oh, yeah, but God. I. <laughs> hey, guacamole! It's it a, doesn't. It, it's a window. My face like a feed bag. That's good to eat. 
I think I threw up like 20 times. Oh, sis, that's so much. In like 24 hours. That's hell. Like it was so much. But like I would say half of that time I was like, dear Jesus, like I love you so much. Really? Like I was like, please heal me. Declarations of love. (laughs) How did that feel for you? Was that... I, I honestly Kinda didn't nice. realize I was doing it until wow. like I was like, oh wait a minute, like <laughs> whoa, I'm very desperate right now. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I think that um, I'm so sorry that you prayed to Jesus. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry for this. I don't care either. Or that, no, I'm sorry you were sick and you had to. Oh, yeah, no, but it's it so was... interesting that it wasn't like God take care of this. It was like I love you. Uh-huh. That's such an interesting. <laughs> reaction i mean i think it, i think it was me you know being like hey i i want something but i don't want to outright so you're say trying it. to seduce god <laughs> you're trying to entrap him look it's horny Flirting. summer yeah it is horny summer and you're horny god's showing for his phone to the angels <laughs> do you think I, she just wants to hang out or do you think this is like for real i don't know i know that we're in the middle of this discussion but i just need to say I have renounced horny summer <gasps> via text to Kevin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what happened? I hate horny summer. Oh no. Horny oh. summer takes a blow. Well, I think this might be a fundamental misunderstanding <laughs> of what horny once. summer is. <laughs> the the horny summer isn't about everyone has to be horny all the time and be doing blah 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 and da da da. It's like there's sex a, and sex. Yeah. Well, sex well, sometimes sex, kissing. sometimes not sex. Sometimes oh, no, it's I'm just interested talking. where this is going, <laughs> well, this spin on horny well, summer. And sometimes horny summer is about being a horny ally to your horny friends and being a cheerleader and celebrating their horniness. Okay. I'm not saying everyone needs to get riled up the same amount. And we talked about the inclusive nature of horny summer on our horny Bible study. Well, I don't think you should be uh, you know, farming out your horniness either. I think everyone should experience a little horny for them. If they want to, because some people... They're abstinent, they're asexual, they're virgins, and we gotta we gotta affirm and celebrate that too. What if they wanna be like horny for books? And th- then we affirm being horny for books. I and that's so what horny, horny summer's about. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Great. Welcome to Horny Summer 2019. We're back in. That counts. I've been a reading machine this summer. Oh, oh really? So yeah. How'd you make it how'd you make it happen? You know, I really love reading and during the SNL season there's time like if you read like one book a month that is so lucky yeah. i think uh and so this summer i'm like i gotta i gotta get all Catch of them up. while i can oh there you go um i've been trying to read more it's i'm a big reader too i love reading and then i just uh love my phone as well oh uh, we gotta we gotta exchange some recs after this okay. maybe i'll maybe i'll lift up some uh books Ooh, that'd be I've great been, okay i've been reading cool okay so god was his security as we'll find out in the song we're going to listen to in the second oh, half of the Yes, episode. we will. Uh, and then you replaced it with medication and taking yeah, care of and yourself I, in different ways. Yeah. I mean, I think that I I can't speak for a lot of... I, I can't... I don't think I can speak for a lot of people You're just speaking who, for you. Yeah. yeah. But when I left the faith, I think that a lot of things in the world were confusing. I think that... I realized, I've heard a lot of your guests talk about it, like how Christians are perceived and how like I was being perceived. And I think that just everything was very confusing. I I didn't know, I didn't have any opinion on like sex or homosexuality. And I had to like kind of start from square one and that was very stressful. I think that I'm naturally just an anxious person. Like I'm not saying Mm -hmm. like, just because I 
stopped going to church. I'm that caused right. anxiety, mm-hmm. but it definitely, it definitely was a factor in it. Um, and I think that, I mean, like when I, when I went to college, uh, one of my friends came out and he had come out to other people and I was like the last one to find out. And I was like, why would I be the last one? And he was like, well, because you're a Christian. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I mean, haven't you like said out loud that you like don't believe like you believe like gay marriage is like a sin? I'm like, hmm, I suppose I have, (laughs) but I don't know why I would do that. Like it was, yeah, it was just kind of, I think just like realizing like I'm not, I'm not the person that like my friends think I am in that way. Like I, I, I'm not, I, I just didn't know who I was. It was, yeah, you had to like dissociate from yourself a little bit. Yeah, it was it's super a, confusing. It's a real feeling. Well, mm-hmm. it's kind of an exhausting notion too of like having to build it all back up again because God is kind of a one size fits all for like a lot of moral, ethical, social dilemmas for us. Like, I don't know, look to scripture and find wisdom. Even if you don't know, you know, it's probably in there somewhere. So you can kind of refer to that. Yeah. So having that rug pulled out from under you or pulling it from under yourself, then it's like, okay, now I have to form a bunch of opinions and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think that there's also this, it's, it's funny because, you know, growing up, I feel like uh, my parents had a very clear sense of who I was or was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And when my parents found out that I wasn't going to church anymore, ever since then, it's funny because it's almost like I had never gone to church, like never read the Bible. Sometimes my mom would be like, well, I know you don't believe in it, but we're going to pray for you. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah, like, that's that, great. That means a nice thing. Yeah, yeah, I can that's, take, yeah. that's totally fine. Or she'll be like, well, the Bible says, and I'm like, I, I know what the Bible says. Right. Like, <laughs> I was raised in this. When you hear that stuff from your parents, do you feel like that comes from a, I don't know, does that make you anxious more or is it kind of like a, a loving thing like oh you're just trying to like feed me broccoli or whatever well I think it's a I think it's kind of I think the bummer of it is like I feel like growing up I woke up every morning at like 6 a.m to do family devotions um together as a family together with my family yeah it was like so before we went to school before my dad went to work um we would read from a family devotional book or my dad would read um one of the books of proverbs for a day in the month yeah. yeah And I remember we would have this really long, like 10 minute prayer at the end. My dad would just go on and on. Filibuster. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, just let us go to school. Gosh, I know that I was, I was in community group with a guy like that, where it's like, you thought you were getting to the, it was before our community group, but Mm -hmm. you thought he was getting to the end of it. And and God, that's why we just came here to say, we love you and we are so grateful and it's in your name that we pray for all of the people (laughs) (laughs) alphabetically from a (laughs) gosh and it's just like praying like for the president so the president will have guidance and and, you know just every little thing that we can think of but i remember a portion of that prayer was always like and this person's like relative who has like strayed away from Christianity that they will come to know you again. And, Mm. and I think that one of my biggest fears in like telling my parents that 
even saying like I'm not a Christian kind of feels weird because I don't really know what I am or what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I'm still learning and I still believe there is some sort of God. Um, But it's I mean, it's super confusing to me. And even even today. Oh, even today. Yeah. Yeah. Especially today, because I feel like as soon as I got out of it, I was like, I was like, you know, the universe like, I believe in the universe. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> things are going to happen. Things will fall into place because fate. And it's like, astrology? No, I, that's not really what I believe in. I don't yeah. know. Like, <laughs> I, it's, I mean, it's really, it's a really big topic. I feel like it takes people, like, a lifetime to yeah. to study it and figure out, like, who they are and in the grand scheme of things. Were you saying you were afraid that, like, your family will be praying for you is like one oh. of the people that strays now oh, yeah. yeah like you're the them oh definitely <laughs> I mean I think I am mm-hmm. like I think that they I mean or I know that they like wish that I was going to church and sure. I've thought about it because I think I was like kind of hurt by it at first and now I'm like well that's all that's kind of all they wanted for me like at the end of the day it was like I feel like growing up when you're parents are Christians like their goal is to raise good Christian children like into good Christian adults that will make more good Christian children Mm -hmm. and like it's like even if you like fuck up and like get addicted to drugs or something but like it's like you go to church and the Lord helps you through it like I feel like all of these mistakes can kind of be looked over so long as you still believe in God and and so I think that there's sort of this difference between I was talking to a friend about this and we were talking about the difference between parents love and parents approval like you always have their love but I don't know if I am ever going to have their full approval well and I think too the way you're describing faith and church and religion and stuff it almost functions I've seen a little bit of my parents, not not so acutely, but definitely in other people's parents, about like the way faith stuff almost functions of like, so do you have a good job? Are you going to get married? It's just like one of the, mm-hmm. it's almost like a, a, a previous generation's understanding of what a good life is. And it's just like a box of security to check. So it's like, well, they have that safety net. And if they don't have that, they have that good job. And if they don't have that, they have that husband or wife or, yeah. or that nice boyfriend and girlfriend. So it's almost like, for older people who experience the world in different ways and and not even like they're all they're stupid but just like it was a different concept of what it was and it was like church is the place you go to and it is like maybe like helpful for the community and like you need to go to the town hall and be a good citizen like it kind of feels like that yeah so so it does feel like one of those basic they'll they'll never know like fully like the nuances of like what your working life is like or what your relationships are like but they do know like if they know if they can know the broad thing of like i'm going to church i'm not going to church i think this about god i think that makes parents feel better about that stuff oh definitely i mean i think it's it's just kind of a a security blanket in a way like it's like an, a, a cosmic parent right that like yeah. extends maybe beyond <laughs> a third. like yeah like if if you know you're too old to listen to your mom at least like they'll know maybe 
you're praying about something and will feel convicted by God. You know, oh, absolutely. It's sweet in a way too. You know, like I want to hand it to the parents that are caring in that way, even if oh, they don't yeah. know it might be hurtful or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I love convictions. My mom, <laughs> when I was... That's a good discussion question. What are you being convicted about right now? Yeah, what's your biggest conviction? <laughs> Top 10. When I was 21 for my birthday, I was in Chicago doing an internship at The Onion. And my mom, um, she sent me $100. Ooh. And she was like, she called me and she was like, I'm sending you $100 like, to take your friends out to dinner all I ask is that you don't buy any alcohol with the money that I give you because you are aware of my convictions. <laughs> and I was like, Ooh, uh. that's a real tough one. That's like a government bill. <laughs> <laughs> like you can spend on abstinence yeah. only education like, and no uh, safe sex okay. education on your birthday. Oh. But then you, but did then you hold you to it though? I mean, well, my friends bought me drinks, so it all worked out. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I learned. And oh, on your birthday, mom doesn't people have buy tainted you money. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's funny. Blood money. My alcohol money. <laughs> Do you feel, Caroline, that there's something that you used to rely on God for that you've replaced with something else? I think um, a big one would be like my sense of being important or being valuable. Uh, was a big one I relied on God for. That's such a broad one, I, but yeah, probably kind of common. But like, just knowing that um, maybe if I felt like I was screwing up, or if I wasn't very beautiful today, or something like to have that like really divine sense of worth and value, and that someone really thought I was like fucking stunning and like amazing and like the best creation that God is up, and up in heaven going for boom. <laughs> good and faithful servant yeah, that was like Hubba, blurry Hubba. for me but I think it was like this dad but it was like look at my gorgeous do- I don't know it's yeah it doesn't seem right now but it doesn't um, sound uh, informed by patriarchal <laughs> like father for daddy sure daughters not. yeah no 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 um well, I was, like, I was like, getting dressed up for prom every day for God but I think uh and now I I think it's actually like a, a struggle now because I don't have that and I'm trying to like now figure out how to construct that uh, for myself. And so what's replacing that is like figuring out my innate value outside of God, outside of people, outside of like my husband and my friends and family and just acknowledging that like being human means I'm worthy and that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, because my, my answer was going to be pretty similar. It was going to oh, be really, yeah. inherent value. And then I feel like I, I have replaced it with people and mm-hmm. like relationships with it. and just like a broader sense of, of what it means to be in a community and not in a community of like, we're in community in church, blah, blah, blah. But like an actual, we're in a society and the society has needs and what do we care about and what are we fighting for? What are we against? Yeah. And, and you and, bring something to that. Yeah. And just like, I mean, I I can be invested in certain things, and that gives value. I know what you mean, though, but I yeah. it would be good to construct it apart from all those things. I think those are a piece of it for sure. Yeah, but I I would fi- I find it impossible to not like find value in reflections of, and I know most of us are fortunate, like that would have friends or like any family members that we have good relationships with and still love us. But, um, but I find it hard to not have god be replaced with those things mm-hmm. in that sense and the thing of like you're fearfully and wonderfully made you're a child of god you're made in his image those things don't really resonate with me of like yeah so i'm worth it like like those <laughs> affirmations don't 
work even if like i can affirm them intellectually as no emotional weight with me at all oh yeah which is a bummer because it would be nice to be like okay great i'm done so so i don't feel bad about myself so yeah so if i have no (laughs) friends or a bad hair day then it doesn't matter (laughs) that it would just be like okay i'm a child guy whatever yeah i think i and i think i still kind of believe in god and still kind of believe that i have value in that way but it's less so like because i'm his princess daughter now you know it's more like because yeah because i'm like a soul uh but but i think um i have i have difficulty with the with like friends and relationships also uh reflecting value back to me because they're it's like never enough honestly like i've had it where like no matter how many times nate will tell me i'm beautiful i'm still kind of like hmm I might be a witch. <laughs> you might be I a actually witch? might be a little warthog in hey. women's clothes. Well, by the way, I think there's some witches that listen to this show. So <laughs> shouts out to our witch listeners who are yeah. beautiful and fearfully, wonderfully oh, made. Oh, you know, I mean like a Halloween costume. I, witch. I understand. Yes. <laughs> oh wait, support. sorry. This is this could be part of my. Uh, I like my guestimony just being fun oh, little. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go off pieces of my childhood. Please. Did you guys celebrate Halloween? No. Never been trick-or-treating. Have we all thought through, is it weird as an adult to go trick-or-treating? Yeah. The answer is yes, it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Halloween culture mm. is so <sighs> bizarre to me. I still get creeped out by it. Yeah. Even though I know it's just fun, I'm still like, hmm. Oh, for sure. Well, I don't know if you've seen my Instagram story the past two months, but in my opinion, every day can be Halloween if you want it to be <laughs> enough. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, You're costuming. I know, but to me as an adult, Halloween does costumes. represent like kind of nasty people. <laughs> Let me finish. I like it. No, I'm tracking. Nasty people Doing hurting nasty their bodies, things. which is what I did last Halloween. Their bodies. Unfortunately, oh, yeah, alcohol. that's true. Yes. Oh. yes, 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 yes. Um, oh, little kids doing Halloween stuff, great. Like so if, cute. Like in the suburbs that Caroline's around, not to dox her where she's at, but there is a suburban oh. area, and like if you saw like Dozens a little, of cute a kids. little ghoul or goblin or like a little, I don't know, Iron Man or something yeah, coming to your door for chocolate. R2-D2. Great, mm-hmm. it's adorable. Uh, yeah, but I think almost to like reclaim my Halloween, Nate and I went around and like hastily made costumes in our neighborhood just to like take in the spirit of it but we just felt really or i felt really weird because we were like two adult people and everyone else is like with their family yeah trucking their kids around and we're just, just kind of loose like well aren't you fun you know like come on over here you got a little candy for me i'm just kidding and i like, used to um, where's your mom <laughs> we used to go to the christian bookstore and get lifeway um, no, we had a, we had a local, br- <laughs> a really cool local hipster shop. Um, it was called Gabriel's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the angel. Um, but they had like these little, um, pamphlets that you could, uh, staple to candy mm-hmm. and oh, give out at your door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Halloween is actually my mom's birthday. So she and my dad would always go on a date. We would be at home with the babysitter and I was the oldest. And so growing up, I like when it came to Halloween, I was like very much like the leader of me and my siblings. So like babysitter would be watching them sitting on the couch. I would go dress up and most of my dress up clothes were my grandmother's church clothes that she had passed away. And 
she just had like really cool dresses and stuff that she would wear to church and she was a very petite woman so they kind of fit me perfectly and I would answer the door in my grandmother's dresses are there pictures oh I'm sure there are somewhere (laughs) but I would I would give out this candy that I had stapled like Jesus crosswords to Mm. to the to the people at the door and everyone would be like oh why aren't you (laughs) trick-or-treating I'd be like because I don't believe in Halloween. You said that? And you're like, yeah. Please Wait. make sure re- to read the attachment. <laughs> <laughs> Please see attached. <laughs> how old were you? How, how old were you? Oh, I mean, I did that growing up until, you know, I, I did that until middle school. And <clears throat> in the seventh grade, I begged my mom and dad to let me go to a Halloween party. And they finally let me. It was, um, you just dropped something and it was like right at that perfect moment. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah. A quarter. they let what? me go. <laughs> um, but it was truly like the scene in Mean Girls when she comes to the Halloween party and realizes oh, that, no. that everybody's dress is sexy. You like for wearing Halloween? your grandma's outfits? <laughs> um, I actually worked very hard to make, um, a very accurate uh oompa loompa costume <laughs> and <laughs> painted my skin orange you had an orange uh, face i had an orange face oh, horny halloween green 20 hair no, that's not allowed anymore green hair oh no um like men's uh like a men's uh sweat pant situation suspenders. um suspenders yeah. i i i went all out that sounds amazing i do have a photo of that uh, I'll find please, it. please, please, please. Um, but when I when I left my when I left my car, I could hear somebody in the distance say, "Who is that?" Oh <laughs> no! And I turned as like my mom was driving away. It was her. <laughs> no, no, she like oh. her escape mom. was driving away. <laughs> my mom was bullying. Your backup plan. <laughs> I don't know. Ew, what is that thing? Loser. <laughs> she throws eggs at you. Oh. You get home, honey. I saw this weirdo. Here you go. You can scroll through. Um, and everyone was like all hot at the seventh grade party. Oh, you better believe it. Like I, oh, one of my best friends, Tar, I believe was like a sexy pirate. Oh, my Lord. Um, <laughs> uh, we're looking at the photos we'll post them uh with adriana's consent and permission it's 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 pretty next level it's it's so it's so sincere you put something in the pants to like widen them out, like the Palumpa pants that's really what's in shit for me i get it to make them to make it extra sexy i'm sorry i feel like i'm bullying you now i mean she pitched a tent but just not in the direction that you would expect well then you're like you're fucking like you were really feeling it it's really cute i was so excited it was my first halloween it was my first halloween that i didn't dress up because i I did church halloween so i was um, so you were treat yeah I, I was an angel for a couple of years. There was a year where I was. You um, really loved Upalupas, huh? I oh, I get I loved it. Him. I get it. I wanted to make sure <laughs> for your first Halloween party. What? No, it looks like there's like an alien busting out of your knees here. <laughs> That's so 
good. The socks are on you point. You sewed the straps onto a sweatshirt. Like I, I see did. that. The, oh, I did. Oh my this, god. This pose. <laughs> this is the I'm that bitch. I'm that oompa. It's like that little the girl pose. looking at a, a house on fire oh, in the background. Man. <laughs> oh sweet girl. Oh, Dear I love Lord. you so much. I wish I was there. I'm Has Oompa. that made a TBT appearance? Because it needs to. No, you know, I I don't often um, share it on public forums. <laughs> you don't need that out on the record. I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay. I'll yeah. give you my consent. If, if, the, if the listeners demand it, we will. If we get a thousand retweets what? No, for we this can't auction off her <laughs> private photos. Well, with your permission, <laughs> if we get 10,000 retweets. She should get all the engagement. I, I actually don't have a Twitter if anymore. You deleted it. I deleted it. You know why? Wow. Your fans, these these GCF fans drove me yeah, off of Twitter. Yeah, they're rabid. No, it's absolutely not true. <laughs> Relentless. <laughs> Your fans are ruthless. I feel like they're all genuinely so nice and like really good. And if and they like tag a guest, funny. it's only praise. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ashley, yeah, Ashley Harrison, who we had on for the Hezekiah Walker episode. I don't oh, know if yeah, you saw she ran into someone at like, the grocery her store, right? Her instant story at Trader Joe's, yeah. who recognized her <laughs> on voice alone. Amazing. What? Which is a very intimate thing, yeah. right? Oh. Yeah. It's very she sweet. She does have a unique voice, but I wouldn't. I don't think I would recognize her voice like if I was just a casual listener out there. I mean, that was a real that was a real. Catch. I think I, I, I would recognize someone's voice if, I, if they were the host and I listened to them over and over again, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. For a guest, so... Good ears on you. Whoever ears. recognized her. Our listeners have great ears. I mean, gorgeous. Beautiful, great <laughs> gowns. <ears>. Amazing gowns. <laughs> amazing gowns. Okay. I but I, you know what? I don't feel stolen because people are like, "That's so sad. You didn't do Halloween." I'm like, "I don't. It's fine." Did you guys do trunk or treats at church? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh. No, I didn't. I didn't participate so much. I didn't really. I told. I think I told this story, but when I went to the. I went to a Christian school, which was like attached to a mega church and they did a harvest festival every year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't actually go to the church, but it was like adjacent and mostly. Yeah. Uh, but they threw a big harvest festival with like tons of booze and like lots of dunk tag stuff. No rides. I don't know why. I'm probably too sexy. Wait, <laughs> a lot of booze? No uh, booze. Oh. <laughs> I heard booze as well and I glazed over it. A beer it. garden, a wine vineyard. This um, church rocks. It was really cool. <laughs> but... Uh, Actually, it's like really mirrors your situation in a lot of ways because I told my mom uh, I think I wanted to be a princess or something that year, and I yeah. think this was seventh grade or so. And my mom's like a seamstress; like she makes clothing oh, wow. and can like do everything. She made your bridesmaid's dresses. Yes, she made uh, my wedding like skirt, that mm-hmm. big skirt I'm wearing. Oh, um, cool! And she took that little tidbit that I didn't actually even remember telling her and then constructed like a very, very <laughs> elaborate like princess thing with big sleeves and a hoop skirt, like a big oh. skirt and like a bodice and all this stuff. Like it was beautifully made. How old were you? Oh, like 14, I think. Yeah. 13. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the time she was done, it was like way, way more elaborate and way more like fancy than I would have liked it to be. But I didn't <laughs> have the heart to tell her because she'd spent so much time on it. So I was like, yeah, I'll wear it. Like, that's fine. You know, I'll wear it to the Harvest Festival. I've never oh, been before. No. And then I wore it to the Harvest Festival. And everyone's like in jeans, maybe oh. has a wig on. 
they're mostly doing those bracelets with the bead colors and I'm in a full oh, like no. like crowd clearing skirts <laughs> to like press through to get there oh. and like I'm, I didn't like know where any of my friends were for a while so I just sort of like wandering around right. like hanging out the cotton candy stand you're like the too princess long. of the harvest 13 years old oh, it's a pin 15 real. episode that you're yeah. describing oh and my mom also made me go to a studio to get my photos taken in, it. in the skirt well that's more about her showing off her, her portfolio I think, for yeah, future I think she jobs, just really right? wanted a record of it. She was very proud of it. But she like I made get me it. do my hair a certain way and for whatever reason it was like pigtails with a ringlet curls coming out oh, of them. Uh-huh. I was so mad in there. <laughs> you could see it in the photo where I'm just like mm-hmm. <laughs> at that point I know I look like a dumbass like pony show kid. So you even knew then? I knew then. Oh that's I knew a this amount of self awareness. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever go back to church now? Just for like a quick spin. <laughs> Good to get behind the wheel every once in a while. Yeah, it takes me back. I like going on holidays. So whenever I go back, I mean, every year for Christmas, I go. Um, the Christmas Eve service. Mm. Um, the but candles I've been, are classic. I like Christmas Eve service. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I've been really hankering. I, I've had a hankering to go to an Easter service. Ooh. I haven't in a couple of years. Scratch that itch for you. Oh, yeah, Caroline and I did. And then there was a surprise improv set. I can't, but I still can't believe that two men got up and did an improv if that's set. that's surprise it, churches it, it wasn't now. even like <laughs> Easter themed or whatever. They just like did it based off some crowd work. It was really amazing. It, they weren't bad. No, they're good, but it's just like. They killed the crowd. But listen, I, it's I like someone. It's like it would. It would be like Eddie Vedder coming into your bathroom and playing an acoustic set while you're taking a shower. It's like you're not I, mad. I like. I like this. It's Very just, good. It's just not what I want right now. It's just the context and the content are off. Oh man. Oh, that was really great. That was unfortunate. What a left turn. Well, what is? Oh, sorry. Go, no, you go ahead. We're about to oh, have please, us move on. No. What is Moses's sister's name? Miriam. The, right? w- the one that puts him on the river? Lady Moses. Yes. So nope. I was Lady Moses one <laughs> year for it. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When I was really little. That, the, I'll find that picture and send it was to it you. Was it because of Prince of Egypt? Do we have oh, I am absolutely sure. Uh, you didn't want to go for the like sexy desert girlfriend no. that he gets yeah she's gorgeous Miriam's great no I was I was really wrapped up I had a basket I had a basket with a baby like a, a baby doll in it how old were you like oh, five or six. That's oh, beautiful. that's adorable. Yeah. That's very cute. I was like, give me a river so I can abandon this child. <laughs> yeah, what's the lesson here? Yeah. You like, commit to the bit. You keep trying to put your baby in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs> Someone take it. I'm trying to, that is littering. Interesting takeaways <laughs> there. Stop. Hey, well, this was fun. Thanks for sharing all that stuff. Amen. Oh, yeah, no problem. Hey. <laughs> you know what? I think um, if we could start over, I... I decided I want to do my guest. <laughs> yeah, let's do it real quick. No, I do it. You know what? I got a stopwatch. Let's see. Yeah, let's, let's see if you can do it. do it in 30 seconds. Ready? 
go. All right. Uh, I was born into a Christian family, and oh boy, did I love it. <laughs> we did devotions every morning at 6 a.m. I can't see where how much time I... Um, you have 20 seconds left. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh, super into it. Led a Bible study. Dated the pastor's son. Got proposed to. Said, no, no, no. Whoa. Went to college. <laughs> I forgot about uh, that. Stopped going to church so much, and now not a Christian, but oh boy, do I love him. Hey, 27 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Is that your catchphrase well now? Well done. <laughs> it feels like a bumper sticker. It's like your version uh, of I'm a I love like Jesus, but I still sticker. drink a little. <laughs> or uh, what's her name on The Bachelorette being like, I love God, but give me that D or whatever she yeah, says. What's it. her name, oh. Hannah? Hannah B. Hannah B. Hannah Brown? Hannah B. want the D. Yeah. Hannah yeah. B. want the D. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk. Apparently, there was some other internet. Apparently, the, the guy that was like, iffy when we were talking about on whichever episode that was there was like a fantasy suite conflict where it was about like the marriage bed and premarital sex (gasps) and all this stuff and if you follow him on twitter he is like men and women are created equally but differently like it is it is a lot of that stuff i'm pretty sure Uh, i might be getting this wrong kick that man off this platform i don't need it Oh, yeah, that's the first toxic man that's been on a reality show. So <laughs> it is good that we call him out. Uh, well, less of them. Give uh, my number. Hey. <laughs> that would we be are a, so different. That's I'll your guest of money next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more good Christian fun. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time to dive back into the topic. Well, why don't you want to get in the bathtub? Let's dive into the bathtub of the topic. It just connected that that's what that is. 
Like that, the water connection of like diving yes. into the bathtub. I just thought you wouldn't get Gerbert in there somewhere or another. Hey, I want to get Gerbert in there and Gerbert wants to get, get it in there. Get us in there. <laughs> wow. I played it for Chelsea and she said, is someone stepping on his throat while he's talking? He's yeah, like he drowning. He's a little esophagus. Yeah, he's a freak. He likes it. Stacy Orico. Yeah. Stacy Orico. Again, Stacey like we said, Joy the Stacy Joy, Stacey as we'll Joy hear Rico. in full. Oh, on one I'll of the never songs. forget her name. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we talked about her at length in our first episode, which you can listen to on Patreon. But uh, let's talk about her now. She was a teen sensation, kind of the early aughts equivalent to a Christina Aguilera or Britney Spears in the CCM market. Certainly marketed that way, especially in that first album. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like Aguilera adjacent songs like genuine and uh what was the other one don't look at me if you're looking for perfection Mm -hmm. i guess i could just play them instead of shittily singing i like it (laughs) uh yes but what was your what was your relationship with stacy oh wow it's funny because we um oh wow right Don't look at me, I will only let you down. I'll do my best, want you in the right direction. Don't look at me, no, no, no. Don't look at me, look at him. Ugh, love that. <laughs> um, it's funny, you know, like the first time I was on here, we talked about Jump 5, mm-hmm. and that was sort of, you know, me in elementary school. And then Stacey Rico, middle school me was, was like for adulthood. Oh yeah, it was like I am, I'm becoming a woman. <laughs> yeah. How do you think she was when she put out her first album in the year two thousand? Ooh, um, like sixteen. She was fourteen years old. Whoa. When she puts out Such this little this two thousand three album, she's sixteen, seventeen years old. Wow. Yeah. Well, and Stacy did something that that Jump Five and that um. Reliant K and Switchfoot did, which was kind of cross over a little bit to where my friends knew some of her songs. Like, I remember, I'm sure that we'll talk about it, but there's got to be more to life. I remember hearing that on a Kids Bop commercial. And I was so excited. (laughs) Like, it was, it was either a Kids Bop or a Now CD, but I was like, I was like, oh, my music, like Mm -hmm. on this commercial that's on Nickelodeon. Incredible. Incredible. Christ is coming. (laughs) Yes. Temporary high. <laughs> like what? These Gushers? children have like existential angst about lunchtime and recess. Did you already have that? You no, were- no, oh, I just looked it up. Amazing. This is not kids, Bob. It's the superstars, so kids. Whatever wow. this is. I love it. Chasing Ooh, that high, baby. Yeah, I, I, I think that I think that she meant a lot to me because. You know, there weren't too many Christian icons that were younger and felt relevant. And she felt cool. Like, mm-hmm. she had, like, an edge to her a little bit. She, I mean, you were comparing her to Christina. Like, I, I too, kind of feel like she was very, like, JoJo-esque during that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, Like, a yeah. little more wholesome yeah. than Christina or Britney. Like, yeah, like Hilary Duff, maybe? 
Yeah, Hillary Duff with a little bit more flavor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Ooh, a flavorful Duff. Well, and also, <laughs> I don't know if this is even true. I, I think we're going to talk about the song Tight, but um, she she talks about flying to Puerto Rico, and as as a Puerto Rican kid, I just assumed she was Puerto Rican. I yeah, right? I don't know if she is actually. Well, she's from Denver. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but but maybe her parents are. I, I have no idea. Orico? I have no idea. Yeah. Orico? Or I don't Puerto know. If we say it enough, maybe she will be it from Puerto be. Rico. Puerto Rico? Stacy Puerto Rico. Okay. Yeah. And you did you have both those first two albums? Oh, I did. Yeah. Okay. I had both of them on CD and would blast them in my room. Uh, I, I think that she was really... Because I didn't, I didn't listen to secular music, and so she was kind of the closest thing I had. Like she and Reliant K in my middle mm-hmm. school years, really. It was like the only Christian music that felt like cool and felt like, oh, I can play this like when my friends. Yeah, are over. like this wasn't explicit worship music, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, she even sings about love or like romantic stuff she in does. it, which does feel like okay. And kind her of music cool. Videos are like. Yeah, they're they like lean a, sexy. They lean a little yes. bit. Yeah. Well, uh, we're talking about fourteen-year-old, but but I know what you're saying. <laughs> Wait, but we're <laughs> talking about no, but yeah, we're talking about the second album. Yeah, but it's not like so she's. So we're talking about, about a sixteen-year-old. <laughs> you disgusting. Uh, thank no. you, Dane Cook. But yeah, Leonardo but it isn't DiCaprio. like she's doing little prayer hands the whole time. She's mm-hmm. like dancing, and she's like an assassin. And she do? <laughs> I was looking back on my old notes, and she does like blackface at one point on one of the videos. No, does yeah. she? Yeah, remember? Wait, for there's gotta we be more. We talked about this in oh our Lord. episode. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you'll hear this on Friday. She does but... like different little personas in the oh, video yeah, we're all like searching off. for meaning i remember the different them? personas but i don't one of them is like a server in a diner or something yes. right yeah okay one's a server oh Shoot. no uh here we one's go one's like a like a trailer park oh <gasps> yeah <laughs> oh no well it's the music video but it's to a karaoke version yeah so, there's so these her. are like kind of like edgy cool different personas she's yeah. taking on yeah. um <laughs> but it is hard to remember that she's 16 and she's Why can I child. It go? i don't remember the oh this oh, is the one where it might I, be iffy with the diana ross hair Ooh, stace I, I wouldn't categorize that as blackface. Well, I, it's so low res, I can't even tell. <laughs> so, Stacy, you're exonerated by the Good Christian oh, Fine no. podcast. Let us none of us be held to what we were doing at 16. God. Hey, I mean, is she or 25? <laughs> or what am I 29 now? Darn 28. <laughs> um, so, I had her first album. Yes, loved it. Genuine. Genuine. I did have. Uh, I always want to call genuine. genuine. Yeah, well, you because to play. Well, well, no, not that. And we do talk about that on the other episode. No, but the, no, because she says what you need is something genuine. She says oh, genuine in the rhyme. song. Yeah. yeah. So she doesn't say genuine. Um, <laughs> and I do remember seeing her live Whew. when uh, when I was ten years old. I guess wow. ten or eleven years old. At a, at oh, Stacy! <laughs> oh, will you give me a bath? I'm so young. <laughs> Sign my Bible. 
Can I tell you real quick an adjacent memory? I just had flashback because of you doing this voice. What? I remember going into IHOP with a big group and a bunch of oh, no. girls in the group. It was like a mix, kind of like there was like high school kids, middle school Ooh, kids. Yeah, cool. And I remember I was sitting next to girls I thought were really cute. And I said, will you butter my pancakes for me? And they're like, oh. okay. And I said, will you cut them up for me? And I said, she was like, all right, that seems strange, what but okay. What game you were playing? I don't know. I think I was like afraid I would cut them wrong. I was young. I was like 10 or 11. You three? <laughs> <laughs> like you butter and cut my pink. This is the game you had? It wasn't a game. It wasn't like Did my Did you end. mistake her for your mother? <laughs> I'm calling her mama. Uh, no, it was... Uh, <laughs> I don't. There's nothing funnier in the world to her than like stuff I did at that age. The pancake stuff. It was so sincere. And boy, thankfully, they did. They did actually make fun of me for it for like a year or two afterwards. Yeah. So it was, they were like, "This is this is strange oh that you're asking this." I'm advice. happy they didn't let you get away with that. I said, "I'm in the bathroom, but I finished. Can you come kind of wipe it up?" <laughs> My butt. <laughs> Caroline's ten-year-old kid, your group. <laughs> yeah, and they're like 15, 16, 17 year old girls. And I'm just like, hi, pancake, like not even a steak, something hard. Oh boy! Next time I'll tell you about the love poem I gave to a girl outside of Chili's oh, when I was twelve. Um, oh man! That I typed on my computer in a fiery font, oh, in a font that looked like it was on fire. These are like heady days. I can't wait. Anyway, I saw Stacy at that age at a, at an event called a Brown Bag, which is like little mini concerts that the local Christian radio station would partner up with Chick Fil A to put on in the um. Houston, Texas area. So KSBJ, so I saw Stacy Rico there, Tammy Trent, I saw there. Ooh. I think I saw Rachel Lampa at one of those too, cool. which is like another Stacy Jace artist. Uh, but I remember seeing her and, you know, of course having like a little, it's weird to think back to a time when you saw someone with braces and you had a crush on them. <laughs> like yeah. it's weird to have that sense memory. Like, wow. Because now if you have that thought, it's like, well, I guess I'm going to jail. <laughs> well, you know what else I really loved about her just as like a, a role model? Mm-hmm. I have, um, listeners, you can't see it. Um, I, <laughs> I have a oh, beauty yeah. mark. I have like this mole above my above my lip, and I was so self conscious about it growing up. You know, it's like a perfect Marilyn Monroe kids mark. Would, kids would make fun of me all the time. You know, like, oh, you have a hairy mole. And oh, that sucks. Yeah, That's and dumb. and I remember seeing Stacy Arico and seeing her beauty mark and being like. Whoa, that's even bigger than mine, and she's beautiful. Oh, it was it yeah. was like such a confidence Mole booster. Mole representation is important. Yeah, in this thank media. you so much, Stacey. <laughs> we stand a mole queen. That's so nice. I oh, love I like a mole that. queen. <laughs> yes, don't put any foundation on yes, it, Stacey. Yes, mole queen. Yes. Uh, okay, but we're talking about the 2003 album, self-titled. Stacey Arico, which I, I remember too, Adriana, like you were saying, like a little bit of the crossover stuff. I remember her songs in like teen shows in the, in the early aughts, in the mid aughts, mm -hmm. like, like very WB, what? <laughs> you think about pancakes? All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I bring these things up. <laughs> it was 19 years ago. I 
I, you're always different then. I know now that you don't ask that of a woman the first time you hang out with her. Oh boy, I just I love thinking of you as like a tiny adult in a lot of ways. <laughs> And then the mask slips every once in a while. <laughs> oh, when, it's, when it slips, it slips dog. hard. Like the mask flies into the wind <laughs> and never to be retrieved again. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, the first song on the album is Stuck. Can't get out of bed today or get you off my mind. I just can't seem to find a way to leave the Imagine a young Adriana Robles dancing around in her room. Oh, choreographed. Holding her mold tight. When I'm all alone, I'll be wishing you would call me on the telephone. Oh, so good. You, but I love you. I can't stop thinking of you. It's true. I'm stuck on you. Okay. It was three adults sincerely singing oh, along and enjoying it. It's a freaking bop. Oh, I'm not so going to deny good. it. It's a absolutely secular. There's no God connotation or even like hints of it. Yeah, in do this you think song. this is supposed to like trick someone if yeah. they just put the CD in and be like, this is a. Normal gas, <laughs> a little bait and switch. <laughs> <laughs> well, she probably got new management. They're like, listen, we can do both. We can do both. I'm glad uh, they said that. Oh wait, this, this is, is this is new management. I think it, this is new. Ma- I think I remember reading that. Oh, Stacy, if you're listening and I'm wrong, write in. She was a veteran at this point. <laughs> she well, had this, been through the ringer at 16. You're putting out your second album at 16 or 17 years old, which makes the following quote wilder because there is a an interview and a Q and A with her where the interviewer was, I think it was like a Christian publication, so they're like, what's stuck about? Why isn't God in it or something? And so her her response to it was, stuck, I wrote with a guy named Kevin Caddish, and we were just talking about what 17-year-old girls or 15-year-old girls or whatever are dealing with in their relationships. And Kevin said to me, Stacy, when girls are dealing in a hard relationship, where do you think it comes from? Why do you think it's hard? Why do you think they feel hurt? Why do you think they make bad decisions? And I just said, I think that a lot of young girls end up in relationships where they're not being treated very well. And they haven't had a healthy relationship in their life to look to. And now they're supposed to do it. They don't know exactly how they're supposed to be treated or how they're supposed to do it and make it all work out right and to feel good in a relationship. So they end up on this emotional roller coaster. Blah, 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 blah. She's 17 years old. Wow. Yeah. That's my takeaway of like, young girls, this is what young girls have to go through. As That's I've a lot of perspective. Yeah. Uh-huh. If it's true, it's like amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, and it sounds pretty accurate for the time. Absolutely. And I remember really relating to this one, especially like the music video. She's like on a school bus and part of it. And you and were on a school bus one time. Uh, yeah. Isn't I there, mean, it is felt... there like a Taylor Swift thing where she there's like a blonde version of her who like takes her boyfriend? No? 
Oh, maybe. I It's a little hazy in my okay. head. But yeah, but she's at school for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, it, and it just felt very like, oh, this is my moment in life right now. <laughs> yeah. As I was re-listening to this album, so many of her songs, even the ones about God, there's like a lyric in them usually that's like, someone please love me or like, I feel alone or yeah. like, will someone like look at me? And uh-huh. it, and I think that that, if anything, was what I was feeling at the time. It, you sure. know, not being allowed to date, I I had no real concept of what a relationship was like outside of what was on TV. Yeah. <laughs> but I definitely knew what it was like to be a teenager and just be like, I just want someone to pay attention to me. Just a tiny little validation that like I'm cute. You know, yeah. something would be cool. I'm scared of everything else, but that might work. Totally. Um what you saying her talking about like girls in high school looking for relationships to be fulfillment, like the implicit thing kind of being like God should be fulfilling that or whatever mm-hmm. reminds me of what we were talking about at our horny bible study where like not dating or not going for like more adult relationships made you feel like like you were following the rules of christianity but it also like protected you from pain in a way yeah and so for a lot of us it was like yeah i don't want to date because i'm like wise <laughs> when yeah. in reality it's like i but i'm also like saving and having i will have like an untainted heart for whoever i do want to fall in love with i feel like i did that well into my adult life yeah. where it's like holiness as a thin veil for cowardice i would never drink alcohol because like it just makes you stupid why would you uh <laughs> why would you want to look stupid poor yeah, idiot yeah. juice in your mouth a lot of fun without it <laughs> come on alcohol there's got to be more to life <laughs> i'm freaking there is freaking high on life i love that i love that for you can't you just see this on the promo though on a fresh dawson's creek yeah. Hail Mary, that part. Oh, she is young. Whoops. Okay, so I see this. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I love that part. We can we can be done now. Little gal's got pipes. Oh, she can sing. Oh yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. We can't be done. We got we got to do this part. God, range. She, she has range. Pipes. 
Uh, when I did Gilmore Guys, Demi made a fake promo for one of the episodes <laughs> we were doing, and he put this as the <gasps> no way as the song for there's in that key change part. There's gotta be, and that's one of the hardest I ever laughed on that show because <laughs> it's like oh, Demi. No, oh, of course, everyone knows the song. Everyone in oh, that's so funny. 2004 knew that song. There's gotta be. I I see this as a sister song to uh, uh, We Were Meant to Live for so much more. By Switchfoot, Ooh, yeah, yeah, where it's yeah. like it was very those came out around the same we're time. hot we're hot young people that mm. think there's more. Mm-hmm. What is that more exactly? Mm, like why aren't these highs satisfying me? Wait, I what? Go to parties. I've got popular friends. I do pot. <laughs> I one prom king. Meant to live. That's the name of the song. Yeah, there's gotta be more. For so, so much, much more. more, we lost Piggy. Um, Hi, God. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Hi, God. Hi, God. Let's Good just job, Caroline. Greeting the Lord. <laughs> nice. Well, you don't usually self-criticize Keep your jokes. Keep clambering for more. Wait, is that what I sound like when I do that constantly? Mm, no. Hmm. Oh, here we go. Let's get into the deep cuts, baby. But I know. Well, th- hear that timpani? Slap it. Oh, I'm ready for this. It blew my mind into a million pieces. Pushed you aside and still you got my back. So far, not a Christian album, really, right? It could be anything. <laughs> I love thinking of you uh, dancing with this in your room alone. Like this is such a perfect like album a, for that. A gorgeous little oompa loompa child. <laughs> yeah, it, you like repurposed the sweatpants. They're just pajamas now. <laughs> yeah, it blew my mind into a million pieces. Push you aside, still got you. You got my back. Chapter one, page one. This is the part where I got weak, fell into deep every day and night. Got caught up in the hype, started getting rough. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's totally God. It's yeah. totally God. Never oh, mind. Oh, we should I'm do done. security. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's, we got security. security. Yeah. Yeah, I'm skipping, I promise. It's too generic. I, yeah. I, yeah, it's just like an R&B ballad. Oh, this is the one where she says, someone please love me. Another day, all alone again. Oh, we will, Stacy. Imagine it's about a guy for a second and it yeah. sounds mental. <laughs> Call this R and B pop. It's like R and B pop. It's like Destiny's Child, Aguilera, adjacent R and B. Yeah, I would. I would say it's in line with Destiny's Child. Yeah. Very Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. But it, that like um, triangle sound in the background. You know, it's like. Uh huh. And I really like. She does interesting stuff in like in that song. You just don't expect. Uh, her cadence to go the way it does. Yes. I think you're I, right. I think, I think the melodies get kind of 
fun and funny and interesting. It's yeah. It's not just like bah, yeah. And there's bah, like good bah, little bah, layers bah. to yeah. things. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think growing up, there's like you realize there are artists you can sing along to, and then artists you can only really dance to <laughs> because they are just so good. Mm-hmm. I feel like she she has an amazing voice, and these songs are. A lot of them are hard to sing along to. Yeah, but you want to sing along with them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you desperately you want You aspirationally <laughs> want to be a singer. This is it. Did you know that uh, people without homes are people? Homeless people are people? Because you're <laughs> I know about where to this find is out going. On the song. I love this song. Instead. <laughs> this song. We need to listen to both heart. verses. Yeah, oh, we, yeah okay. we should. We should. We should. <laughs> Instead. Track six. I saw I'm drinking this chain in a coffee cup. I swore a dollar, but I told a man to give it up. Said he's hungry, I don't think that it's true. I don't and then think it's true. It on I turned my back on him and began to walk away. But then I heard a little voice inside me say, But if it's really true, what if he's hungry? What if it's not for him? Does he have a family? This isn't her sound, though. It's a lot more Avril. Don't like it for her. I love it. For her, though? Look, <laughs> Stacy can do no wrong by me. I guess not. I like it, too. But verse two is important. And especially topical because of the so climate gritty. right now. Mm-hmm. It was 90 degrees in the summer heat. She was getting black all the way down to her feet. This is America, does it should know. Somebody <laughs> take a shop and buy some clothes. She came up to me, I didn't understand the word. I was about to leave, then another thought occurred. She might be really lost, getting frustrated. I should drag him to see what she's saying. All right. He's <laughs> about what that so character is. Home. Yeah, she's she, a, it's a woman. She's it's a, a woman in a burka. Is it a woman in a burka? And she's saying, oh. "This is America." Doesn't she know? Oh, I, she I was dressed in black all the way down to her toes. And she she looked lost. Or is Stacy maybe a little misguided? And, and she's a nun. I thought she was saying like a goth girl at first. How do you? Like, okay, no, this is a foreign person. <laughs> Because, because she again, says this she is America. Doesn't, and this she is says America. I need to listen again and see if I can understand what right? she's saying. I yeah. didn't understand a word. Yeah. I was about to leave and a thought occurred. She might be really lost, scared, and frustrated. I should try again to see what she's saying. And she says, how'd you get here? How'd you get so far from home? What was it that made you leave? Ooh. Oh, so it's about immigration. Yeah. So she this is, this is an immigrant who I believe to be... Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah. From the Middle East or... Yeah, oh, my God. This is a politically loaded song. I really... Honestly, I was listening to this song the other day. It's so funny how these lyrics just come back right away. They did. And, like, during the first verse, I was, like, in my car and I gasped because I was like, I know what's coming. Oh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, Lord. I know what this second verse is about. She's, uh, you know, she's getting at something. It's empathy. It's empathy it for everyone. Yeah, no. and it's a good little bit, like piece of humility. You know, I feel like sometimes Christians aren't actually very uh, empathetic to homeless people. Certain kinds of Christians. A lot of Christians are great. Yeah, but well, and especially... Are like, get a job. You mm-hmm. didn't probably brought this on yourself, that kind of thing. Boot so shirts. I also, fun fact, did not know, because my parents didn't drink at all growing up, like at all. 
I didn't know what booze was <laughs> until you listened until to this I song. Until I listened to this song <laughs> and like and asked somebody like, like what do you know booze? what booze is? I remember learning what booze meant too. <laughs> I just assumed it was like a fun party food or something. Like I had no idea. <laughs> hey, pass the booze. Yeah, I was just like uh, yeah, probably some like adult things it's a like group of know, ghosts, olives. I brought booze and salsa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, you know what? You know what? Also, might give us a, a kinder perspective on this. She's seventeen. She's seven. So, yeah. was I thinking about this this much at seventeen? And Probably I don't think the not. message of the song is bad. I mean, it's like a, it's kind of acknowledging like your privilege. Hey. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, it's, just, it is just that weird kid thing of like, pointing out a stereotype and then being like. Mm. I'm going to reaffirm the stereotype and then be like, could have been me though. So what is, <laughs> how bad is that? What are the me. lines in the, in the bridge of that song? Uh, they're pretty basic. Uh, oh. She says, I want to see, see what you see. And I want to feel, just feel what you feel. Oh, okay. So I think she makes out with one of them, <laughs> <laughs> which is the ultimate act of empathy. I mean, it's interesting because there aren't a lot of, I don't think there are a lot of Christian songs. I think a lot of Christian songs point out, like a person who needs help in their opinion like yeah. I, like thinking of like casting crowns totally and sure. stuff. Yeah. like she was running <laughs> like yeah. the fallen woman song. from her yeah, abortion fall- yeah. yeah yeah but but to like see another person who doesn't believe in the same things that you believe in that's from a different place than you are and to think like i can't help where I'm born, they couldn't help where they're born. Like, I I think it's a very, it's, it seems really silly, I think, on the outside. Yeah. But it's, makes a good point. No, this should, yeah, this should be the anthem of our country right now. Instead. Mm -hmm. Honestly, somebody play this for Trump. No one's listening to each other anymore. (laughs) Twitter has heightened the politics. There's too much. There's Twitter. What the hell is Twitter? Oh, whoa. There's so much ugliness in the discourse. To see what you see. Yeah. Hesitation. Rock and roll. You spend all your time. Watching life pass you by, hanging on to your pride All that you can't anticipate Hoping all your mistakes will somehow fade away What are you to do with this? It's either hit or miss You know the answer now, come on, give your heart away I know you hurt inside, I know the reason why Don't wait a moment, come on and give your heart away So hesitation is a song that presupposes everyone who's not a Christian is just procrastinating. <laughs> it's like, well, you're all gonna be Christians, right? <laughs> just get Come on with on. it. What's the word dragging up the feet over there? Come on, uh-huh. get in the kingdom. I like that youth pastor thing of like, you kids, you know, you think oh, I just want to party now and I'll get saved later. <laughs> I always you think about when I hear "Come on" like that. There, I was once in a Trader Joe's last year, and um, this this guy went up to the the samples counter where they have coffee. Oh yeah. And he was filling up a Starbucks cup with the <gasps> coffee at Trader Joe's. <laughs> oh. And this manager was like, Hey, you again. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like, hey, you again, stop that. Aww. And the guy just turned around with a big smile on his face and he was like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, what's it to you? <laughs> And then the manager went, ah, I can't say that to you. No, the manager was pissed. Not protesting. Just like, come on. Come on. You know what this is. Oh, that's great. What a good hack. It's not money out of your pocket. No, not a good hack. They're only for sample cups, Caroline. Uh, well, maybe I take five sample cups. It's the same thing. Oh, oh this, this part's fresh. Come on, give your heart There it is. I love that. What you want? What you want? She's quoting her earlier work. Like, that's a hard so thing good. to be like remember my previous work the uh, Stacio Rico connected universe of songwriting I mean Man, whoever the producer was was like killing it on oh, this. Yeah. maybe it was her killing the game I don't want to yeah make no this song is canon uh, she wasn't the producer <laughs> <laughs> But, man, the beats are just so good in these songs. Now, we're going to slow things down a little bit. Uh, everyone have a seat. Um, we got men and women up here with offering plates, and we're going to take offering. And we do have um, some special music from one of our own. Miss Stacey Rico is going to come to the stage and sing as we pass the baskets and give as you feel led. And uh, no more, no less. As I rest against this cold hard wall Will you pass me by? Will you criticize me as I sit and cry? I had fought so hard and thought that all my battles had been won Only to find the worst Dumbass, or is this song good? This song is really good. <laughs> I love this song. This song is beautiful. This is this is Christina Aguilera doing worship, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. She's oh, getting Christina dirty. She does wishes. so this much of the like a little breathy moment. Oh. Okay, so Arico as we were talking before, Arico did do a CCM reunite concert in Covina last November. It was her, Rachel Lampa, Crystal I'm Lewis. I'm so upset I missed this. I'm, I'm pissed. I, I am pissed because we're not that far from Covina. No, it's very uh, close. Surely it wasn't a hard ticket. But uh, the second song she sang was this one. Oh. She did she did Stuck and then she transitioned oh, into this one. Oh, wow. And it... And the, you can find the video on, on YouTube. Oh, I'm looking that up And tonight. does it slap? Yes, it does. Wow. It's, yeah, last year she did this? Yes, 2018. Oh, that's what you singing. sent me yesterday. That's what I sent you, yes. Oh, okay. And, and I, was, I was like kind of half asleep when you... Well, it's fine. Oh, man. I'm having such a fantasy of 
getting to do this solo at church. Oh, do you, alone you on even the stage? imagine? Well, Caroline, uh, I don't know if you know I this, Adriana. I would fuck this up. <laughs> oh, I would, yeah. Absolutely. And I, when, I, when I'm saying that, I mean, like, it would <laughs> like, not sound like this. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh. I'm saying it like, I would also, it up. <laughs> I would also, like, I'd be trying to, like, fuck it up, but I would be fucking it up. Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, yeah. Caroline oh, does have this, like, this, dormant fantasy of this, being a worship uh, leader. Being a big star. He took my life into his hands and turned it all around. In my most desperate circumstance, it's never fun. Stacy. Stage. Okay, Caroline, fuck it up, though. <laughs> I don't know the words. Well, you know, and these fantasies always seem to be in direct conflict with the fact that you seem very scared of live shows <laughs> and don't want to do them. Nervous. <laughs> I do want to do them. I know I do want to be a big star, but I look for good Christian fun coming to your town. Uh, maybe one time in twenty twenty one. Many times. Yes. Like, well. N- well, no. Mom, Dad, well, we'll talk about it Mom, later. Mom, Dad, Adriana, don't hang on. We're <laughs> almost don't to the show. It's not podcast. your fault. Please. It's our <laughs> fault. <laughs> Did you guys ever like hear your parents fight? And um, like I remember, like I would hear my parents argue about something like really small or something, and I would go to church. <laughs> And like, like I remember, like in like the prayer circle, being like, "I hope my parents don't get divorced." Sweet girl, can we pray that my parents stay together? (laughs) And then like I'd go home, be like, "Are you guys gonna stay together?" And I was like, "Yes." (laughs) Like prayer update, guys. It worked. Yeah. Thanks for staying strong with me. (laughs) Thank you for my warriors. You're welcome. (laughs) Yes. I used to always pray for that. That's it's like so my funny. parents were not oh, even. It was fine. <laughs> I don't have any memories of like, because they would bicker sometimes, but I don't have any memories of like, this is the one. This is the one that yeah, undoes it all. I, I remember in high school, I was helping in kids church and this little boy who's like six or something. He was like, starts like tearing up and he's like, I just want to pray for my dad. And his dad like went to our church and stuff mm-hmm. and was very like well known within the church. He was, I heard him say the F-bomb. <laughs> and he was like, he said it. He dropped the F-bomb. Whoa. <laughs> and it was so hard for me to not laugh at this. Like, oh, even then you were like. <laughs> no, okay. well, I was in high oh, school no. like helping out in kids church. Yeah. So I was, you know, much older phrase, and wiser. F-bomb. I mean, uh, he was very discreet. This little, <laughs> this little child, sweet little child, reminds him. me of a young Sheldon, if you will. Reminds me of a young Kevin. And just a, no, I didn't say F mom. I said, Frick, Frick, <laughs> my pancakes. All right. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, excuse me. Can you fuck up my pancakes? Hey, you help me out and <laughs> fuck my pancakes for me. <laughs> Can you fuck them for me? Not like butter them or like fuck them up. Like, hey, like do them good. I'm asking a 17-year-old girl, whoa, whoa, Courtney. Whoa. Don't bring in um, Courtney or Randy to or Megan. Courtney, uh, can you fuck these up for me? I love this. I love this. It wasn't Courtney. It was Randy. They were sisters. Ah, uh, Randy. Randy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Randy for these pancakes. 
<laughs> and I had a crush on her. She was my AOL password for a couple months. Whoa. <laughs> That's commitment. Oh, too, no, too I dropped syrup in my... <laughs> Can't even finish. You're so pleased with yourself. Whatever sick <laughs> <my> laugh. And <laughs> whatever sick <laughs> fantasy you've invented in your head about a, an innocent ten year old child. <laughs> you, you love it. You love it so much. You get off on it. This is like not normal yeah. laughter. This is messed up laughter of someone who's not well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, thank uh, you for that gift. Let's talk about tight. going on a prayer retreat to Puerto Rico. Hey, you know what happens <laughs> in prayer retreats in Puerto Rico. <laughs> Wait, what is this song actually? The da, 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 da. Oh, you know what? Hey ladies, if you want to get a man up wild, just go up and hit him up style. Oh yeah, who is that? Uh, I want it. You know what? Oh gosh, let me see if I can pull this. Wow, I think it's totally it. I think it's... Uh, that's Destiny's Child, right? No. Or, oh. Sorry, it's, I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music. It's, it's <laughs> Blue Cantrell. This is it, I think. If anyone remembers this, I think from 2001 or 2. Some pop songs had little, like, retro bits. While he was demon, yes. Oh, wow. Sounds like she's going to Puerto Rico for a prayer retreat. Spend some time with you to get away. Hey. I really want to get away. I want to get to the chorus. Oh. 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 Uh-huh. But this part. In the bathtub, third of my pancakes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Can you do me a favor and isolate the vocals of whatever you just did? Why? And just, I don't know, get play that bath, later. Get in the bathtub. Get in the bathtub, third of my pancakes. No, I'm not going to cut that shit out. Ooh. Thank you for giving me the edit. Note. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I knew it better than I did. That's great. I have such a shut up. I have this, such a sense memory of the melody. Yeah, I know what you mean though. I was, uh, I thought I knew more than that. No, than it's I did very too. much in that realm. It's very the same. Okay, uh, and then there's the last Please. song. Uh, that's oh, what wait. love's about. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about Before, Tide some more? Oh no, I we want, have to go to the. Can end you play of Tide. the end of? Yeah. I 
Oh, you're right, I, you're right, you're right. I didn't yeah. trust my ears. It I was is... like, what? Here we go. Because this song is about getting close with God again. But then something happens at the end. We came here so we can rock the house. And turn it up. Make you dance, make you dance. Party up and we'll be putting it down. Baby, baby, we can rock the house. Turn it up and blow it up. Make you dance, make you dance. Enjoy your week, okay, to rock the house. And she did. I love when what she the does Stacy Joy Rico. Stacy Joy Rico, can you rock those? You, I think you half guys... of all Christian girls' uh, male name is Joy, right? Probably. I think ever. Mine's like, Marie. Mine's right, Nicole. half. You're one of the. You're you're part of the fifty percent. Example is bad. Um, I can't believe that they just tag on like a dance club song. Yeah, right? they tail in there. Well, it, I mean, it's funny because like. Uh, uh, on the, I've been listening to the new Miley album a lot. Yes. And there's that song. Um, EP non-album. <laughs> I've been listening to the new uh, Miley EP. Doesn't matter. You had it right. Um, and you know, you know the song "Drugs Roll Everything Around Me." Uh, um, oh, always wait. last to leave the party. Drugs rule everything. Oh yes, yes, me. yes. Uh huh. And then, like at the end, it like suddenly breaks into like drugs rule everything around me. Oh, <laughs> like, I totally like, forgot about that part. So let's party up the street. Mm-hmm. This is it. Drugs rule everything around me. And then, just go towards the end there, a little further. Oh, the- <laughs> What <laughs> the hell? Like when I first listened to this, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Look at the next track, Kurt. So, but I feel like this is exactly what Stacey does. No, it feels like all the chaperones <laughs> were there for the first part of the recording yeah. of the song. And Make then you she's dance. like, can the we keep going? Yeah, the second they left, <laughs> we came here to come back to the house. <laughs> Fuck it up. I feel like this was genuinely, I think the reason they put this in was so in concerts at the end of this song. That was like to hype the audience to back mush. up again. Yeah, and then to like go into our next thing. Oh, like I feel like this was a, a little hype piece. You know? I mean, Stacey I'm Stacey Joy Rico, can you rock the house? <laughs> make you dance, make, make you dance. <laughs> Some songs are built to be sung together with the crowd. Oh, I love this it. one of them. I thought that was so And fun. then it, it concludes with that's what love's all. Yes, yes. That's what love's about. The rain, the oh. freaking. This one. This might be a stinker, right? I wouldn't say that. Mm. It's a minor work. I I will say when I was dancing, I would skip this one. Yes, of course you would. (laughs) Like I would, I would belt strong enough, but I would typically skip this one. Yeah. This is like, we are the the world, we are the love. I like the chorus. I never know why singers do these. Like, is this just to show their voice off? They're not good. It's because the album needs 12 songs. Yeah. Which it only needs But this 10. song is like 16 songs. There's so many on this album. There's 12. There's 12? Yeah, I think. Oh, okay. well, on, on some versions. I think on some versions there's like 14. This chorus is good. <laughs> okay. Before before we leave the topic of Miss Rico, So we... You know, I listen to some of these songs. You have the first two albums. I have the first album. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of us have listened to the third album, though. Have you? I, I have. You yeah. have? Yeah. Okay, there is a song on there where it's like, it, she's almost like completely mainstream by that point. Not really playing in like CC and stuff. Too little, too late? Well, there's a song on there called I Can't Give It Up. 
which is it might be a horny summer song. It is it is about abstinence and purity, which there's a lot of Christian songs about. We've talked about on the show Wait for Me by Rebecca St. James. However, this is the horniest sounding song about why you shouldn't be horny I've ever heard. <laughs> listen to the sound of this one and listen to the words. Put it on yet is a wild lyric. Way I'm moving. I love it. Love it. This is this I is so sexy sounding, is. right? This is I mean, like the most honest, honest, yeah, like Christian horny girl <laughs> song. I mean, like I've been grinding on you, and then it stopped. <laughs> Oops. We should have never started. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But one day we're gonna bone sore. <laughs> Expensive wedding. No, Caroline. She wouldn't do that. I'm you're, doing maracas. You're doing an obscene gesture no, in the I'm room. Stacy's not. No, no, don't do that. No, okay, now you're Carmen Miranda. It's fine. It's innocent. Oh, she turned it. No, just stop licking it. Don't lick it. Anyway, I thought it was incredible. That's amazing. To hear a CCM singer sing, not now, but once once there's a diamond, I'll be your fantasy. I'll be your fantasy. The yeah. Bumping, the bumping and grinding. I shouldn't have moved grinding. my body like that. Ooh, I'm going to yeah. put it on you. Wait, song. can you play a little bit of I'm Not Missing You? I love that. Is that from this album? Feel the rain on your skin. Do just about everything that I could go through when it comes to relationships. You're 19. <laughs> yeah. 
When I told myself that was it Now here I go, hurt again Cause of my curiosity Now that it's over, what else could it be? He decides to cheat I made a promise, never to say so Why didn't I keep it? Cause I hated the heartbreak Crying and cheating and fooling around But I'm not missing you I'm not going through the motions Waiting and I hope that you call me I'm not missing you I feel like I've heard this song before Daisy, where's the 2019 album? Drop it. This is, she is such a good pop artist. Yeah. Her music is really, really good. It's good. I mean, honestly, I, I wrongly named a good JoJo song thinking it was Stacy for a second Mm -hmm. because, uh. Stacy, she makes She's bops. She's embedded. Yeah, she makes really good bops. I'll say, unlike the song about the mom, I'll say Stacy's got it going on. Forget yeah, about her this, mom. Yeah, Just Stacy. This Stacy. Yeah. Let's get to our final thoughts. It's a thumbs up or a thumbs down or a purgatory. Holy uh, rose, holy toast. Gotta? Space between. You know, here we go. Here's this song. Here's this song. And then maybe one of these. Do. 96 episodes in you know the drill you know we love stacy holy toast holy toast from caroline oh yeah i'm toasting it toast all right we don't need to expound unanimous holy Still toast. drinking songs we're doing a toast I just, right I now i just don't know what else there is to say like oh. it, this album is such a good album yeah when i was listening i couldn't believe how good every well a couple exceptions how good every song was i was like whoa this is I don't know what to believe anymore. I know. Ever since I lied that one time, you, I made you doubt me. You you broke my trust. I shouldn't have done that. I want you to hate stuff when you hate it. I know, but then you like get worried you about like me. <laughs> well, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about burnout and about, you know, longevity and whatnot. Yeah. That's nice. All um, right. I just want to say, mm-hmm. this is America. Doesn't you know. <laughs> go ahead, shop and go get you some clothes. And shouldn't we change Forever the national 21, anthem to that? Anthropology <laughs> has a sale. <laughs> if I take you, you're going to do well. Don't go to Gap there. Jeans are expensive. Uh, you can give her a, a toaster roast. Get up to at Christian Fun Pod and... Pokemon, go to the polls. Ballers. 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 <laughs> Thank you, future presidential loser, president. Elizabeth Wharton. It's Why like, do you want her to lose? I don't want her to lose. I want her to win and be my president. And manifest a win. Life is bad. Start saying she's going to win. But you know what? I kept saying Hillary's going to win like all the time before it happened. So I mean, I'm thinking maybe if I we all did. <laughs> You're going to reverse psychology. So, so, our so here's one thing that I did. I didn't think a lot of <laughs> other people did. I actually thought Hillary Clinton was going to be president right now. Oh no. And we wouldn't be in a nightmare. That was so delusional of you to say. <laughs> it was in retrospect. That was stupid of me. Kevin, you totally jinxed it. Were you like <laughs> looking around and paying attention? To- <laughs> I was not. I was, I was checking out. Ballers? 2008 was when that was McCain election happened. Obama. 2012 yeah, was, was Obama 18. Romney. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't 18 until 2011. What did What did being 18 feel like? Oh man, I was like. Did you have a, smoking a lot? Or did you have any 11 year old boys come <laughs> up to you with uh, <laughs> breakfast items? Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, would you unwrap my granola bar for me? <laughs> well, I knew how to do that. <laughs> 
I didn't know. Would you mind chewing my applesauce for me? <laughs> spitting it in my mouth like a mama bird. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. And I thought, wow, I really don't hope I don't have to meet this person would you ever mi- again in my life. Would you mind <laughs> telling me how to eat food? <laughs> <laughs> like literally, chew it for me. I really need a step-by-step guide. Somebody change my diaper. <laughs> what? I, I got so nasally. This is... I'm gonna find real video of me, and what I'm gonna sound, sound like, different. I'm sure you sound it's like, be worse. like Charlie Brown or something. Was like it like a depressed bald Wait, child? How old were you when you did the Katy Perry interview? Oh yeah, oh, yeah I did hear that. Ever heard you? You're like, um, <clears throat> so <laughs> would you say? Uh, this I'm sure album... you both sounded like dreams when you were 11. <laughs> I, I sounded like this. <laughs> yeah, I was Hi. really hot. <laughs> Mother, I need to go to the bathroom. Up next, we're gonna have a slow tune followed by a fast one. All right. All of the boys saw me rolling up to that Halloween Ballers. party <laughs> and my Oompa Loompa. They're like, shh, shh, you gotta listen to her talk. Man. Man, I wish she was allowed to date. <laughs> if there wasn't her parents between us. Well, famously, you lived in a town where there, the interracial dating between humans and Oompa Loompas was frowned down. Yeah, upon. It, was, yeah. it was pretty backwards it was, area. It was messed up. All right. Well, you know what? Hillary. Excuse me. It's not time yet. Uh, it's not time for me ever, apparently. Uh, we bring it down, Adriana. We light the candles. You know how this works. You've actually listened to a few episodes that you weren't on. I have. I which have. is very sweet. Oh, I love this pod. I guess, but no, I guess you're the target demo. I am really the target demo. Yeah, because it's like you're not mad and you're like open to like reconciling things in yourself. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And you love your light cake. And you love Reliant K. K. You love Matt the Dumbass Tyson. I, I liked uh, I liked the Reliant K episode. Hey. Yeah, even though I they've grown on me. Uh, okay. Have you listened to them? No. You're just saying <laughs> when we talk about them. Yeah. When you say I like them, when we're talking about like a band or a singer, you're just saying you like talking about them and mentioning them like every <laughs> no. four to six weeks. I mean, you don't listen if they to the shit. Up, I'd like them. No, if I listen, I'd be like I. Love them. I, <laughs> there are <laughs> levels. 96 episodes in. Adriana, when we hit 100, how should we change the show and fix it? Why do you keep thinking we got to change it at 100? 100's a big milestone. Yeah, we um, could just sail, sail past it. I think that you should invite Satan to be a guest. <gasps> Ooh, the man himself. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Wait, it would sound a little bit... <laughs> Like this. <laughs> oh, that's just Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson. Well, let's be honest. Wow, hot take. Uh, that's not a hot take now. I think that's a pretty mainstream take. Uh, we lift things up. We don't plug ourselves. We start with Caroline. You can lift me up at Caroline's Farts. And I'm going to lift up uh, a podcast that's been out for a while called Caliphate that the New York Times did, but I just got time to listen through it. Um, Let's <laughs> do it a fancy monocle. My stars, <laughs> um, the culture. It's great. It's about um, it's about ISIS, but they come at it from like different angles, like a. <laughs> but it's funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. They do they do start with this Canadian teen that joined ISIS. Like he traveled all the way there to go join. You hear him talk for a while, and then they talk about being on the ground floor. And it was just a cool and like kind of 
I know ISIS is still out there, but it was interesting to remember how like panicked we were. And we really thought they were gonna like take over the world for a while. And it was interesting to like kind of look back and hear a good history of it. Hey. The journalist is great, Rukmini, she's amazing. Caliphate, we turn it to Adriana. Yeah, I actually just changed my Insta handle, so this is a pretty exciting to announce. Very good. Um, Did you get the one you wanted? No, I mean, it's basically the same, I, I, but uh, it's just my name <laughs> with underscores on either side. Oh, so nice. it's underscore Adriana Robles underscore. Okay, easy to, easy to know, yeah. easy to nice. learn. Yeah. What do you want to lift up that you've seen or listened to lately? Yeah, um... I'd love to lift up uh, Rilakkuma and Karu, a really fun Japanese claymation show on Netflix. Really can't recommend it enough. It's this um, depressed woman living with uh, two very cute bears and a very cute bird as well. And um, episodes are only 10 minutes each. It's really, it's a fun watch. I'd also, uh, I'd love to lift up uh, this book that I'm reading right now. Hopefully it doesn't disappoint me at the end, because so far I'm loving it. Uh, Called Charlotte Walsh Likes to Win, uh, written by Joe Piazza. Um, It's it's great. I love it. A reader, a true summer read for a horny summer. Yeah. Horny for literature. I'd also like to lift up Kevin. It seems like somebody's got to kiss him. This is not, no. No, 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 no. This is not what this is. Truly, though, I think Kevin could get a kiss, like, yeah, I, no, no problem. No, 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 no. Guys, this is not what, you, you guys aren't, you don't understand. You don't understand what. Yeah, this what isn't hor- what horny summer yeah. is about. It's not. It's, uh, it's about the collective. <laughs> listen, my horniness is your horniness. No, thank you. I don't the want your horniness. Of the world. No, don't love As me in Brene your Brown once said. Kitty pool. I don't want to be in there. I um, no. I actually All right, have do. fun in your horniness marriage or whatever. If you don't want horniness, that's what you can think. I, I well, that's what you can think about my guys, life. We I, do this all night. I do have something I want to say. Yes. What? Um, <laughs> I want to lift up Stacy Arico, and if Stacy listens to this, yeah. Stacy, uh, big fan. Let me know. Like, hit me up. I just said my Insta handle underscore Adriana Robles underscore. Hit me up if you want to go to SNL or something. Like, <gasps> would love to hang. Stacey, what hey. an That's great. I mean, uh, it's the one cool card I can play. Love that. Uh, a very cool card. Would love to hang, Stacy. Stacy, yeah, hit Adriana up. Hit us up if you want to hang out and come on the show. She's so young. She's 33 years old. She's, yeah, she's, she's like our age. Yeah, she but accomplished really nice so much. Yeah. yeah. She went at the concert she did in Covina. She said, I've been sang in a while. I've been, you know, at home raising my two kids. And I'm like, yeah. Cheering it on. So I think she has a pretty happy, sweet little life. Wow. She was on the Colbert show uh, like a couple years ago. She was in the band ago. for a while. She was in the yeah. band for like a night, and they, they shouted her out with John Baptiste. It was very interesting. Interesting. You lift me up at Kevin T. Porter. I will lift up Glenn Close's Instagram. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. I don't want us to talk about it, but I want everyone who's listening to scroll back to a video she did about Notre Dame and watch Mm -hmm. it. Iconic. It's the best (laughs) short film of 2019. It's really amazing. For a very sad and tragic event, it was healing for me. The fact she didn't delete it. Yeah, yeah, let's not describe what it is. Let's give it a surprise for the listener. Glenn Close's Instagram, consistently a great follow. So we truly got it just for the award show stuff and promo, and then she's like, 
do I love this? I'm having a lot of fun with it. She does. You can Her live dog to- has an Insta. What? I, I, I'll find it. You can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Go to patreon.com slash goodchristianfun for more good Christian fun every week. Listen to the other Stacey Rico episode where we were bad at this. Younger. <laughs> Younger. Dumber. Dumber. Actually, probably smarter. Um, sorry to cut in. Um, if you want to follow Glenn Close's dog, it is at Sir Pippin of Beanfield. Oh, yeah. Add Sir Pippin of Beanfield for sure. Of course. Uh, and then <laughs> if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we donate $1 to charity each month. The charity in July 2019 is Back to Humanity. Adriana, thank you so much for joining us. I almost called you Stacy. Because to me, you're that one would have of the been same. an honor. Well, because you're <laughs> both, flattering. I revere you equally, mm-hmm. an equal amount. You're both mole queen to a stand until the very end <laughs> i love a fellow mole queen yes mole queen yes mole queen yes and there's nothing left to say except for an all of pot's people said amen, amen. what's the song we go out on friends uh, tight right? tight tight <laughs> wait just the end of tight <laughs> okay just the end of tight We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Kevin Todd Porter. (laughs) And then let's be peace. (laughs) (laughs) All done with my pancakes. (laughs) Time for wiping. (laughs) Freak. That was a headgum podcast.